like I'm on the Heisman watch. That's gotta be what would describe, symbolize I've got. Skill, four times the talent around me. Desmond Howard playing for Howard, just tell me how can I be stopped? This Allen Ivy at an Ivy cottage. They can't check me. I don't practice my class too hard. Nigga, me, my swag is grown. Okay, 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 okay. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 64 of Electrified. I'm your host, Eric Lyons. Now, I haven't spoken with you guys since last week. Uh, no episode this past Friday. I told you guys I'll be back today. And we have a lot to discuss. I'm very excited to get through today's doc. We have a lot to get through. I'm talking about the, um, Monday Night Football. I'm talking about Packers Lions. Last night, I'm going to talk about the biggest scammers in the NFL. I want to talk about the L.A. situation. I'm talking about the uh, the big stadium in Inglewood. That's about, what, $5 billion? And how the two L.A. teams don't have a fan base? Yeah, we're going to talk about that. That's going to be discussed today. Um, I addressed this once earlier. This was like probably back in the spring. Maybe, like, yeah, this might have been back in the spring. I had a, I had a big breakdown on the Inglewood situation. Um, we're going to touch on that today uh, for those who haven't heard about that episode. But I might actually, I'm going to figure out a way to bring that episode back so you guys can hear that. I would just, you know, I'm not going to drop the whole episode again, but I'm going to bring up, um, clip that together so you guys can hear my, because I was real passionate about that, um, how it was affecting Inglewood and everything. Big, big thing for me. Um, we're going to talk about the MVP race in NFL, the 49ers and Seahawks. I want to talk about the NFC East as a whole because, God, it's a mess. And a little bit of uh, playoff baseball I've been watching. And we're gonna talk college football today, so it's a jam-packed episode. So sit tight, all right. We're gonna be here for a minute, all right. This ain't gonna be no quick. It's not gonna be that quick, all right. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get into some things today, definitely, y'all. All right. So let's start off last night. You guys know how I'm coming in here today. It's it's Tuesday, and I'm I'm excited. Um, the boys they 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 played they played all right last night. The Packers looked good, all right. Packers did a, they, they 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 did what they had to do to win the game and they're five and one, number one in the NFC North. But all we're hearing about right now is the officiating. I understand. I do. I do. We the the Packers were on uh the other end of that two weeks ago against Philly. You know, calls were weren't made or made. You know, so I understand how it feels. I, I get it. But like I said two weeks ago, we can't always blame. We can't blame the refs for everything, because how many footballs? How many quarters are there in football? Four. You have, your team has four entire quarters to win a football game, so it doesn't come down to the referees. The Lions didn't do that. How many touchdowns did the Lions score yesterday? One. Y'all telling me that you thought the Detroit Lions were going to beat Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers by scoring one touchdown and kicking field goals. And honestly, when talk about referees, their one touchdown really wasn't a touchdown. The game shouldn't have been that close. I still don't think the ball broke the plane. Even with the review, that wasn't a touchdown in the first quarter by Kerryon Johnson. No way. 
One ref said no, the other ref said yes. These refs look like the replacement refs. And I understand, man, because it, it is hard to watch. But we're going to talk about the refs in a little bit as a whole. Because this wasn't even the worst officiated game this week. But I understand, though. Phantom calls, no calls, you know, and it went, it went, either, it went back and forth. Green Bay didn't get all the calls they were looking for. Green Bay got some questionable calls, a questionable hold. Um, and, and it's just like, you know, the refs have been inconsistently poor this year. Just poor, man. Piss poor. Incon- I, mean, I mean, excuse me, consistently poor this year. They've been consistent. So when you watch a game last night where the refs through, the, through four quarters were bad, what did you expect on the last, you know, Last couple of minutes, last drives of the game, bro, they weren't going to fix themselves. Granted, Green Bay got bailed out a couple times last night. Granted, you know, that last drive may have gotten saved. But it doesn't change the fact that Aaron Rodgers and the Packers were able to march from, what were they, like at the 10? From the 10 all the way down to... The opposite red zone For 6 minutes and 46 seconds They didn't even give Stafford a chance Y'all gotta talk to y'all defense about that Y'all gotta talk to y'all defense about that Refs can't play defense for you You know and then they tried too late Something I would do on Madden I would just let you score so I can get the ball back They tried to let Jamal Williams score Who had a hell of a game by the way Go to that, But they tried to let him score. He said, uh-uh, uh-uh. He sat down, and the clock rolled, and Mason Crosby came out. <gasps> Game-winning field goal. You know, this Mason Crosby, what, he missed five against them last year? Yeah, that was bad. So, redemption for him. Lambo leap for him. Great job, Mason. Way to do a job for the brand. But, look, officiating aside, I just wanted to talk about the game. Um... Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers, man. He he made some incredible throws last night. He looked great. He um, you know, he was moving around in the pocket crazy. And he he made a throw down the seam on the sideline to Mercedes Lewis. I just like, bro, how? How? Just how? He he dropped a dime in MVS's bread basket like a real dime. Like what in the world? And and let's not even get into the dime he threw to Jimmy Graham that he dropped. Aaron Rodgers had he threw four touchdowns last night. Two of them were dropped though. Threw a, a wide open pass to Aaron Jones who, who who struggled last night. He dropped a wide open touchdown. Went back, hit Jimmy in the corner. And I don't know how he that ball went through three defenders, but it did, and Jimmy couldn't hold on to it. Oh God, how on God's? I just want to know how in God's great name does Jimmy Graham still have a job? I really don't understand. Jimmy Graham has done nothing good for Green Bay so far, but rob them blind. But he's not one of the biggest scammers in the league. No, 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 no. Jimmy Graham, he, I, he, he fell off after New Orleans. So we really can't say he's a scammer. But there are some scammers in the league, and I can't wait to talk about them. But right now, I just need to understand why Jimmy Graham is still a Packer. Because goodness gracious. Now, Shepard, number 10. They need to stop with the, the, uh, the wait, was Trevor Davis 10 or 11? 
I don't know. But they need to change his number because whatever it is, it's cursed. And he, he, you know, he had a bad game last night. But I'm not ready to cut him yet. I don't want. I don't think they should cut him. I think you know the the, the fielded the, the muff punt. He tried to catch that joint like a pass, and then you know the 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 ball that went off his face mask. He did slip, and you know it. it, it things happen, but when you when you when those two things happen, right? You would think the Detroit Lions would capitalize, but they didn't, and that's why they lost last night. Not because somebody wearing black and white, but somebody wearing baby blue and silver. The Detroit Lions just could not execute last night. They had these long drives that ended in punts or field goals. That's all, man. They they had great drives. They, they, they just couldn't score. Matt Ryan. I mean, excuse me. Whoa. Matt Stafford. He threw no touchdowns. A lot of yards, though. No touchdowns. You know, this this Lions offense, they, they couldn't block well. They gave up a lot of they gave up a couple sacks to the Smith brothers. And, you know, the Packers defense, they stepped up last night. They stepped up. Hell, they 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 bent but didn't break. And through three quarters, the the Lions had no touchdowns. Should have been four, because I still don't think the first one was a touchdown. But all in all, good Monday night football game. Um, Alan Lazard has arrived, man. And Rogers, you know, he he knows about him. He dropped a dime for that was just ridiculous, bro. Rogers, man. Baddest man on the planet, man. Stop playing with that boy. Stop playing with that boy. Um, but yeah, man. Great game. Um, go pack, go. You already know the vibes, man. Great game. They'll see each other again. Uh, they in the the Packers have the Raiders next, I believe, at home. Another home game for the Green Bay Packers. All right. So now, let's see. I would like to talk about the biggest scammers in the NFL. What a big scam. Starting off with Mr. Baker Mayfield. What a big scam. You know, you guys talked about how, you know, Baker was 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 the, the savior of Cleveland. Now, I'm not even gonna say you guys. I was on the bandwagon. I was I was on the bandwagon, um, the Browns bandwagon before the season started. I was. I said the Browns was gonna win the North, and we all we all a, a lot of people did. A lot of people did, but I wasn't one that said they was going to the Super Bowl. That was absolutely nuts. On paper, yeah, this team looked crazy, but then they played football, and we saw them for who they really are. The Cleveland Browns But it's not really about the Browns It's about their quarterback Baker Mayfield What a big scam Through this These couple of weeks Six weeks of football Baker Mayfield has thrown 11 Interceptions While Mr. Lamar Jackson has thrown 11 touchdowns Yikes How's that for running back And you know you Baker Mayfield apologist. How 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 can you apologize for for this man? Like let's let's look at the numbers from this past weekend when they played the Seahawks. Because listen, that was a good game too. The refs did you know, they they didn't I didn't like what the, they did last night. I mean, on that game, but hey, you know, it is what it is. But let's just look at Baker's numbers so far this season. 
Five touchdowns, 11 picks. Three fumbles. Like, what? what is this? What is this? How can you... How can you really defend this? What a big scam. No. Terrible, man. Just awful. And, you know, he, he, he looks so defeated after he does something wrong. I don't think Baker Mayfield is mentally tough from, from you know, not taking criticism well to just losing his mind on the field like he looks completely out of it i'm sorry bro but i I played flag football i was the quarterback i threw a pick in the playoffs you know what i did after i threw that pick i threw three touchdowns and we won the ball game if (laughs) if a kid playing flag football not a kid i'm grown man but if a young man playing flag football can be as mentally tough you know, if I can be that mentally tough, then why why can't Baker Mayfield, an NFL quarterback, and play millions to play a kid's game? This guy just—I don't get it, man. I don't get it. He just—he's just not mentally tough. You know, when 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 you're on the field and you're thinking too much, and and you just let another team take your heart and your mind, bro, it's not good for you or your team. And you know, he just gets worse and worse after that. Oh god. But yeah, man, the 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 Browns are struggling though. As a as a unit. You know, Odell, what a big scam. It's like, no, let me stop. But look at this. Baker Mayfield this past weekend. He threw three picks. Three picks. What a big scam. Goodness gracious. You hate to see those things. Um, next quarterback on the scammer list, Dakota Prescott. No, not Dak, Dakota Prescott. We don't call him Dak in this house. His name's Dakota, that's what we'll call him. Dakota Prescott. What a big scam. The Dallas Cowboys as a unit, though. I, I told y'all. What did y'all expect? They played the Dolphins, the Skins, and the Giants. That's who they beat. Nobodies. They just lost to the Jets. The Jets. The Jets. They 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 had their first real game against the Saints. Lost to them. Got smoked by Green Bay. And then got beat by the Jets. The Jets. Their quarterback had mono. He came back and smoked them. Tough. What a big scam. Listen, man, I don't know what y'all expected. The Cowboys are exactly who we thought they were. The only people who didn't know this were the delusional Cowboy fans and Skip Bayless. Those are the only people who thought a 3-0 Dallas Cowboys team in the month of September was going to the Super Bowl. This team, I don't even know if they're going to win the division now. Please, let's take a look at the NFC East. Please. we, we I didn't know it was going to be this messy. I know the NFC East was going to be messy. But I didn't know it was going to be this messy. The The Cowboys are 3-3. Three and three, The Eagles are 3-3. Three and three, The Giants are 2-4. and four. All right, we're not, I don't, I'm not, the Redskins are 1-5. They just beat the Dolphins. I'm not really worried about the Redskins. But. 
the Giants are not that far behind these two teams. They're only a game, like a game behind. And the Eagles, they got smoked by the Vikings. And they're, they're right there. And it's just like somebody could go 8-8. Eight and eight. Somebody might go 8-8 eight and eight and, and be a wild card team because they won their division. If that happens, oh, God. Yikes. Yikes. But I don't think so. I think the NFC is too competitive right now for that to happen. But, yikes. that that That's a nasty division. But back to the scam. Dakota Prescott. What a big scam. And how many M's is he supposed to be worth? 40 M's. Yikes. I don't think so. This man, come on, dog. Come on, dog. Come on, dog. Y'all, y'all, tell, y'all seriously going to tell me with a straight face that Dakota Prescott is worth 40 M's. Are you serious right now? Come on, dog. Y'all tripping. Y'all tripping. This man has thrown no touchdowns in two games so far. He hasn't had a big game. He hasn't, you know what I mean? Like, listen, man. Listen, he, he threw <laughs> no touchdowns against the Jets. Three picks against Green Bay. He's throwing a pick in almost every game this season. He hasn't had a QBR over 100 since week two. Since week two. He's thrown six picks so far and 11 touchdowns. Listen, man, that don't sound like $40 million to me. It doesn't. But the Cowboys, we knew who they were. We know who they are. They're frauds. It's the guy. It's the Cowboys, for goodness sakes. But you know who else are fraudulent? Last on the scammer list. Let me make sure these are all the scammers before I move on from this. What a big scam! Uh, the Los Angeles Rams and their front-running scammer Jared Goff. Holy smokes! But I told you this though. I said this on. What was that? Hold on. Let me make sure. Let me let me see what episode that was. Let me see what episode that was. Let me see when the NFL kickoff show. Because I told y'all. I told y'all. I said this. And, and, and if I'm not right, if I wasn't right about anything, I knew I was going to be right about this. And it's crazy how right I was because I wasn't expecting to be that right. But yet here we are. Um, Where? Where? What episode was that, man? Um, was that 55? Uh, yeah, well, I think it was 55. It might have been 55. Whatever the NFL kickoff show was, I told y'all that the Rams would not be back this year. I said that they weren't going to the playoffs and they were not coming out the West. I, I did not say that. The Rams have just lost three straight. They're three and three. They're in third place. I told y'all. Scams I said yo This offense ain't gonna be what it was After the Super Bowl They got exposed Todd Gurley can barely stay on the field This defense isn't that good Their secondary isn't that good And Jared Goff is a scam artist I said all of this They paid that man He's the third highest paid quarterback in the league For what 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 has he done this year Besides Tie and almost break the record for most attempts in a football game. 68 times! 
That's a lot of throws, man. But Jared Goff, scam. What a big scam. I told y'all that this year the Seahawks will be back. And they are. And they are. And speaking of the Seahawks in the NFC West, can we talk about how they are surging right now? They beat the Browns yesterday. Comeback game. Excuse me, Sunday. Comeback game. Beat the Browns on the road. And right now, it's it's just it's them and the 49ers. It's them and the 49ers. And, bro, I was talking about this. I was tweeting about this. I, I, I was just like, bro, when do they play each other? Because I'm ready for this. I'm ready for it, man. These are going to be two good games. Two good games. The 49ers are 5-0. and oh, The Seahawks are 5-1, and one, bro. The, they are on a collision course. This is like, what year was that? When they were in the NFC Championship, what, 12, 13, those two years? When everybody was using them on Madden? Yeah, this is what this is reminiscent of. The West is back. The West is in. Where were the Rams? Somewhere in St. Louis, doing nothing. And where are the Rams now? Somewhere in L.A., doing nothing. This is this is where we are, man. This is it. I told y'all, man. I told y'all this how I was going to go. This how I was going to go. Gucci G and them boys, they ain't playing. That defense, they ain't playing. They got a goal line stand, bro. They are not playing. That that goal line stand was crazy. They they were in Jared Goff's face the whole game yesterday. And their defensive coordinator, bro, I love that man. The ball, what's his, hold on, let me, hold on, what is his name? Because they put the camera on him all the time, bro. He be so hype. Bro, he be so hype. Robert, yeah, Robert, yeah, Rob, my guy Rob, Robert. Yeah, yeah, Robert Sittler, yeah. Madman Silo Robert Sala, Yeah Madman Madman Yeah man I, This 49ers team They're good man They're good at football They are good at football Um, I have no complaints about them bro You guys asked if they were for real They are They beat the Rams Beat the Rams up I mean what more can you ask for them man You know they, they beat who's in front of them So uh, You know after their two games yesterday After the games yesterday I uh, Something told me to go take a look at their schedule because I want to know when they play each other, bro. They don't play each other until November 11th, and that's a primetime game. Is that what Monday night in in um at Levi's Stadium? So that's their first meeting. Then they play each other again in Seattle on December 29th, last game of the season. So that's huge, right there. That that could be like. Playing for a playoff spot Playing for the division You know depending on how the rest of their season goes But if it continues in this trend They're going to be on a collision course And somebody's going to be Somebody might be at home After that or you know this is That's going to be a big game and I can't wait I feel like these two teams Are the top tier, are top tier in the NFC In the NFC You know we talk about You know let's you know you talk about The Saints and you know other teams in NFC, but you know we can't sleep on Gucci G and the 49ers. But I want to take a look at the NFC as a whole really quick because you know it, it's it's shaping up to be interesting, man. It, like you know, like let's look. Um, see, look, the, the 49ers five and zero, Seahawks five and one, Packers five and one. Bears and Vikings are hanging on, you know, four and two, three and two. But you know, the Panthers are four and two. The Saints are five and one. So look at that. The NFC South is tight. 
The NFC North is always a battle. The NFC West is a two-horse race right now with the Rams still lurking. And then NFC is a is a just a <laughs> a disaster. But the NFC is so competitive, man. It's so competitive. So competitive. Then you know right now, especially after the two-game slide from the Chiefs, bro. I don't know, man. And then the Broncos, what happened to the Chargers? But what happened to the Chargers? The Chargers were good. Now they're not. Sigh. But listen, the Chiefs, and look, listen, <laughs> the Raiders are 3-2. and two. The Raiders aren't, they're not out of it. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I wasn't, I didn't think anything of the Raiders this season, but they're right there, only not that far away from the Chiefs. You know, it, it, it's that close. Uh, the Ravens look like they're going to run, they could, they could run away. With their division, you know, sitting at four and two, it's possible. Uh, the Texans is in, in Colts. You know, they're still battling for the South. I don't think anybody in this other, you know, the Jags and the Titans, they haven't, you know. But can't forget, you know, the Bills are four and one still. The Bills are still four and one in second place. You know, so it it, it it can go either way. But it's not about how you start, it's about how you finish. You know, it's still only October, and it's a long season, man. There's a lot of football left to play. A lot of football left to play. But, yeah, man, the 49ers and the Seahawks can't sleep on them at all. But, you know, as far as the Seahawks go, this is a great, I was thinking about this, the MVP race. You know, everybody's talking about the MVP race now. How about talking about the MVP race? I think... It's it's a two it's a two horse race. I mean, you can talk about Mahomes, of course. You can talk about Rogers. You know, I was surprised to see that Rogers was actually on anybody's list. I, I mean, you know, it's Aaron Rodgers, but you know, with this new offense and everything, you know, him missing, you know, Adams and everything, I didn't think he would be on any. He wasn't on mine. I didn't think he was going to be on anybody's MVP list, but. He's he's playing well. He's not playing like a, you know in the upper echelon right now, but he's playing well enough, I guess, to be considered. But my MVPs right now, you know, we can talk about Watson, Mahomes, but I think it's between Christian McCaffrey and Russell Wilson, man. Christian McCaffrey has been doing whatever he wants <laughs> to defenses and keeping this Panthers team. A flow. Now, Kyle Allen, I'm not taking any credit away from Kyle Allen. He's doing a great job in place of Cam and helping his team, his team win ball games. But we all know who that offense starts and finishes with, and that's number 22. And he is just on the field just like a bat out of hell, um, a, a pure ball of energy. Bro, he is just a Tasmanian devil type energy, bro. He is everywhere doing everything. Everything like, like, honestly, though, like, I was watching the Bucks game, you know, the London game, and I'm just like, bro, look at look at this man, he's a maniac, he's ridiculous. Uh, stats on the year, he's got, um, hold on, where are we at? Where are we? Um, uh, let's see, let's see, let's see, total, total, where is this man's stats? Come on, dog. Let's see, let's see. Hold on. Well, I'm, oh, excuse me. We're having technical difficulties here. I'm trying to get some stats for this man, Christian McCaffrey. All right, here we go, here we go. So, right now, 
He has 618 rushing yards, seven touchdowns, you know, seven rushing touchdowns. And then he has uh, 305 receiving yards and two two receiving touchdowns. Bro, he he has already over almost 1,000 total purpose yards. That is ridiculous. And he's doing it. Impressively, every time he touches the ball, it feels like he could score. And I don't care where they are on the field, he just can't be stopped, bro. He's he's juking in tight spaces, the spin moves. He's just very elusive, and you don't see that from the Caucasian fella all the time, and especially not at that position. He he's like what they call him on Twitter, Derry Sanders, bro, the white Barry Sanders. Honestly, though, because, you know, we talk about the running backs in this league. You know, we talk about Le'Veon, Gurley. Uh, who else is a good running back? Dalvin Cook. Um, Zeke. Saquon. You know, we, we all talk about the, the, you know, the top running backs in this league. But if you're going to mention the top running backs in this league, you better mention Christian McCaffrey. And he better be high on your tongue. Because CMC is real. All right, okay, okay, all right. Like, listen, bro. I, I look. If I could go back and redo the fantasy draft, <laughs> I would draft him first. I, I've, I've been saying that to myself every day. Like, bro. Wow. Like, he's just that good. Um, and I would. It would be great to see a running back win. You know the the MVP. But if it's not him. Russell Wilson, 14 touchdowns, um, 107, um, 1,704 yards. Oh, how many picks is he throwing? No picks. No picks. No picks. He's having a hell of a year, man. MVP year for Russ. I believe it. If he continues to play the way he's playing and win his, you know, help win his team ball games, hey, why not? Uh, why not Russ? I don't know, man. I I think you know Russ is playing out of his mind in the throws he's making. Pure madness, pure madness. But that's you know that I just think that you know the Seahawks have had you know trouble finding themselves past what two seasons, and I think they finally found themselves now. I think they're playing very well, and Russell Wilson is a big part of that, man. I truly believe them. I would love to see Russ win MVP. Great to see that. Um, let's see. But yeah, that that's how I feel about that. As far as the MVP race goes. Um, let's see where we at. Um, all right. So didn't get to it. Didn't say it while I was thinking about it. But the Los Angeles, the Rams. And the Chargers. First of all, the Chargers were dead wrong for leaving San Diego. Now, I understand why the Rams left uh, St. Louis. You know, I want to go back home. Okay, I get that. But Los Angeles, right? Just Los Angeles. You know, you got the Lakers, the Clippers, the Kings. I'm talking about the the, soccer, the hockey team. Um, the USC. That's, that's a, a big town. Cali is a huge state. Talk about California. You got the 49ers, the Raiders, 
Now the um before the move, before any moves, San Diego Chargers, San Francisco 49ers, Oakland Raiders. That's three teams in Cali. Cali's a huge state. Then you bring the Rams back, right? That's four. Raiders are moving to uh the Vegas. And then the Chargers are coming down for San they came down from San Diego to LA. And now the Rams and the Chargers are gonna share a stadium. Seventy thousand plus people in this can go in the stadium and in this Englewood and all this. Five billion dollar project. Beautiful stadium. Beautiful stadium. My thing is if you watched a Chargers game at their little soccer stadium, or if you watched the Rams game at the Coliseum, if you didn't know, you probably couldn't tell who was home and who was away. Because whatever whoever team it is, you know, whatever team comes to those their fans, not only do they travel well, but they take over. Bro, the 49ers took over the Coliseum this Sunday. It looked like a home game. And you could hear it. I noticed this last year. Uh, the, the Packers and Rams game. I was like, bro, look at this whole away side is green right now. The Go Pack Go chants were very, very loud. But you know, this is this is the same thing that happens every time, bro. It's just like, what market? Like, did they not do their research well? Like, did everybody just assume, oh, if we bring the Rams back, everybody gonna be Rams fans? No. No No You got people Fans of other teams Nobody was a Rams fan Like that You know what I mean Like It's hard to just First of all There's no emotional connection You know And, and I, I'm really talking to the, the Chargers Because They are dead wrong For leaving San Diego Dead wrong Dead wrong this is what this is what you get. You know, you get to play in a soccer stadium, can barely fill the soccer stadium up, and can barely fill it up with your own fans. The Steelers took over the Chargers game Sunday. It got so bad that whoever was in the booth running the audio started to play Renegade by um oh, what band was that? It's a, it's an old it's an old song. Hold on, it's an old song. It's from like the seventies, but it's like the Steelers um. It's their uh theme or whatever. Like at in at um at Heinz Field. It's by uh, um by the sticks. By sticks. And they started to play that but they rip roll with him. So Melvin Gordon was pissed about that. Like, okay, you're so pissed when the Chargers are two and four. The Chargers are two and four, they're playing like trash and they their fans, they don't have any fans in LA. If it wasn't too late I would say Hey Can we go back home You know what I mean Like Is the lease still up Like can we go play In San Diego Because bro It is ugly Like what do y'all think Is gonna happen next season When y'all move Like It's not gonna be 76,000 Rams fans It might not be 76,000 fans Period if, Especially if you ain't playing well Y'all really think y'all gonna get 76,000 Rams or Chargers fans in that stadium? No. Only time that stadium is gonna be sold out is when y'all have the Super Bowl there. 
college football championship and in 2028 when you um you, you bring the Olympics there or whatever. And if you get a WrestleMania there. But I don't think that a football game with these two teams is going to do anything. That's just my honest opinion. You know, you, you bring the stadium to Inglewood, you, you you force people out of their homes, you 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 you, you know, you, you bring up the housing prices, you jack the housing prices up, and all for what? Two mediocre teams. Honestly though. Honestly. Honestly. The Rams went to the Super Bowl last year, flopped. They're not having a good season this year. What's the last time the Chargers have done anything great? Oh, okay. This is a Chargers team who's never been able to get over the hunt. Uh, Phillip Rivers has never been able to beat Brady. You know, you you go fourteen and two, you can't go to the Super Bowl. And this is the team you thought was going to put seventy six thousand asses in seats in L.A. No, no way, no way. What a big scam! Huge mistake, man. Huge mistake. Huge mistake. Um. Quickly, before I get out of here, man, MLB playoffs. Very, very, very shocked <laughs> that the Nationals are up 3-0 right now and have a chance to get the brooms out on the Cardinals. I did not see that coming at all. Did not see that coming at all. I haven't even gotten a chance to tune into that series because the games haven't really been close. The Nats have just been handling their business. Uh, now, the ALCS has been good so far. You know, the first game, Yankees won 7-0. But last, um, the other night, what was that, Saturday or Sunday night? One of those nights I watched uh, the game, and it went to extras, and then Correa finished it off in the bottom of the seventh. I mean, the bottom of the eleventh, excuse me, with a walk off. Great game, great baseball game. I love, I love October baseball. And I, 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 now before this, you know, was all happening with the Nats, I said whoever came out of the ALCS was going to win the series. But now I don't know because the the Nationals are just. Listen, man. Listen, I I didn't expect that at all, at all. Mm-mm. Didn't expect that at all. But I've I've been enjoying the baseball so far. Um, uh, once again, quickly, <laughs> let's look at the college football rankings really quick. Da 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 da. Let's see. Well, we're gonna talk about the big games this next weekend though. But the, oh, Georgia, Georgia lost. Georgia lost. Georgia lost. Oh my God! In overtime, bro, they lost the who? South? What was that? I can't. South Carolina, bro. I watched that game. I couldn't believe it. I said, "Oh no, they didn't." In overtime, folded, folded like origami. But um, Alabama, LSU, Clemson, Ohio State are your top four right now. Then you got. Oklahoma, Wisconsin, Penn State, Notre Dame. All right, so the undefeateds are seven teams. You know, Penn State's last undefeated team. This weekend, we got Michigan, number 16, playing Penn State, number seven. If Michigan can pull this off on the road at Beaver Stadium, they should be top 10 after that. And I think it's going to happen. But we're going to save that for Friday. <laughs> we'll save that for Friday, episode 65. Tune in. Um, so that's all I got for you guys today. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure you continue to support, retweet the drops, you know, tune in, do whatever you got to do, man. I appreciate it. Keep listening, man. Keep so supporting me. I promise. I got some, you know, I'm, I'm working on some things for you guys. Uh, shout out to Stadium Scene TV for the support. And, uh, man, enjoy the rest of your week, man. Enjoy your Tuesday. And get through this week. You know, the weekend is coming. 
You know, it is This month is going fast, by the way Month is flying I hope the rest of the week does as well I'm ready for the weekend already I got big things going on this weekend Alright, and we'll, well, I'll save that for Friday <laughs> But um, thank you guys for tuning in And for the 64th time I'm Eric Lyons And you have just been Electrified